Uh, so, you know, we get a lot of questions from from clients. Uh, what's interesting about our position is that we have both wealth clients and we serve retirement plans. So we get questions from retirement plan participants who are people that we don't work with directly. And uh, we get lots of questions when we have volatility in the market. The elections are coming up. Uh, so we're going to spend a few minutes today just talking about some of the questions that we get from some of the folks that call in. Uh, I'm going to open it up by sending it over to Joe. Joe, uh, we've had a little volatility in the market so far in the last few weeks. What kind of questions are you getting? How do you respond to them? I would say the most similar questions deal with the election. There are a lot of people freaking out. Uh, about, out. about the prospects <laughs> of uh, Biden and all the Democrats winning and what it would do to America. So we have people that are basically, I don't really care. I don't see much upside in the market between now and November. So but take me all to cash or all to some bonds. Get me out of stocks, anything with volatility. So and at the end of the day, since there has been no second stimulus bill, there is not going to be one. It, I mean, there could, but I doubt it before the election. Uh, there really isn't much catalyst for the market to really do much uh, other than expand on a valuation basis, which is what it's been doing since March. So uh, I'm fine with clients wanting to be out on the sideline because I don't think opportunity uh, loss is going to be very much at all. That's interesting. That's interesting. Glenn, Glenn what are some of the things that you're hearing from folks? Well, I think to echo um, Joe, obviously a lot of it surrounding uh, the election, and um, I think to I think really what's at the angst of a lot of clients and and um, some of the things that we worry about and focus on is um, you know if there is a scenario where there is this blue wave and, and both the House and the Senate and the um, Oval Office are are um, Democratic, um, I think a lot of people are concerned that there's going to be this um, excessive spending. Modern monetary theory is is the thing that a lot of folks talk about. And you could almost argue that we've already been experimenting with that um, just this year with the amount of money that has gone directly to uh, U.S. citizens via the $1,200 um, stimulus check that went out. And, um, and then also the enhanced unemployment benefits where, you know, it was $600 per week. Um, for, I guess, a six-month period of time. And then that was back down to $300 per week, um, which was far and above what's ever been done in the history of the U.S. And so to me, that, you know, if you have this new regime of this modern monetary theory, um, that's probably going to drive the dollar down a lot. And um, that's not going to be good for risk assets, I think. I think it's going to be... Um, I, think it, I think it could cause a lot of volatility in, in stocks, um, but the good news is that you don't have to be fully invested in stocks. There's other things that you can invest in. So whether it's in bonds and currencies and commodities, um, you know, to, to me, it's, it's uh, uh, that conversation is more so what do we do in, in to protect our capital? And to me, the answer is, well, yeah, we don't have to own stocks 100%. We can own other things, and, and there are other asset classes that, that you can own that can that will do well if we do enter this period of modern monetary theory where there's helicopter money just being um, handed out from the the, um, uh, the government. Yeah, so let's explore that. So where do investors turn when the stuff hits the proverbial fan, so to speak? Well, modern monetary theory is here. However, uh, this week as gold retraces down to 1900 an ounce because the dollar's strengthening, 
I wouldn't, I, I almost feel like it's a race to the bottom. Who can cheapen their currency quicker, the EU uh, or the U.S. and others? So uh, uh, in, in many ways, you can't say go to gold. Gold's had a great year in dollar terms, but uh, the dollar strength in this week is probably a short-term head fake. But uh, at the same time, uh, there's no money to be made in fixed income, really, unless you take credit risk. And then even income safety plays, uh, traditionally, utilities and real estate investment trusts uh, have not done well this year. So uh, overall, you know, when you look at where do you go, everybody's been running to the tech, mega tech, five stocks and other, you know, stay at home tech stocks like Zoom and other uh, companies, even DocuSign. Uh, they've all gone parabolic and trading at crazy multiples. In September, they're all blowing off. And uh, so uh, um, obviously, when you really look around now, where do you go? And it's it's not there's no obvious place to look that's a layup without volatility. Yeah, and we've looked at some of these charts um, on our weekly webcast that we do, where leading up to this election in particular, it seems like investors are holding a lot more cash than usual. Um, it was interesting. I also received a notification from interactive brokers that they are um, increasing the margin requirements as well. So it, it seems that everybody is sort of baking in this volatility uh, that they expect to happen. Uh, so it's interesting to see how that may or may not play out. Uh, what are some other places people can go to hide? Glenn, thoughts on that? Well, I think, you know, to Joe's point, um, there's there's not a whole lot of places right now that offer, I think, huge upside. Um, when you look at uh, treasuries and gold, I mean, those have been the two best performing asset classes um, aside from the mega tech, uh, um, the mega cap tech stocks. Um, so gold is up, you know, 25% year to date. Your long dated treasuries are up 25, 30% year to date, which a lot of people don't know that. Um and so I think from here, it could more so be the, um, uh, the strategy that, that our, our good friend Charles DeVoe um, talks about is, is winning by not losing. And I think that, um, you know, if, if there is volatility in the stock market, that while there may not be huge upside in some of these safe haven asset classes like gold or like long or short, short-term treasuries, um, you're not going to lose money, so you're going to end. You're going to end up on top, and so uh, I think what, what we would say is that probably um, a strategy where winning by not losing is, is what we would be very happy with going into the fourth quarter. Interesting, JT, JT Stilly, my man, Mister Todd, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Four Hundred One K. Um, so your boots on the ground with a lot of our 401k clients talking with participants uh, day in and day out. Uh, what are some of the things that you're hearing from folks? Well, so I mean, getting those questions as well with, you know, what do I do with the election coming up? I tend to take a little bit of a different approach, um, being that I'm speaking with, you know, retirement plan participants rather than the wealth clients that we're managing personally. You know, I really look at two questions. One's going to be, um, you know, how long, what's your time horizon? How long do you have till you're going to retire? If you're somebody who's got five, really 10 plus years till you're going to retire, um, the reality is, you know, we'll probably get some short term fluctuations regardless of which way the election goes. But, um, you know, studies have shown that regardless of who gets elected, the returns over the, you know, period in office have been relatively similar. So 
Um, if you're looking at 10 plus years, you know, I wouldn't worry too much about the short term activity. If you want to, um, you know, maybe go to cash or something in the short term, ride it out for a couple months to let things settle. By all means, do so. But I would say make sure if you're going to do that, that you also go in and make the adjustments on the back end as well. You don't want to go to cash and then forget about it like a lot of folks did back in 08 and you missed out on, you know, a 10 year bull market. Um, and then the other thing I would say is, um, you know, are you going to be, you know, an active investor? Are you, you just want it done for you or are you somebody actually who wants to go in, get your hands dirty and make the selections there? Most folks we find they want it done for them. Uh, they want, they've got a lot going on. They've got their day jobs. This is not something they typically have the time or interest in. Um, so we typically would say, you know, if you're going to, if you want it done for you, you could check out the target date fund. A lot of, uh, websites have, Advice tools available as well, so you can check that out and go with a, a simple asset allocation. Um, and then again, stick with a long-term approach. Now, if you're somebody who's closer to retirement, call it you know two, three years, then obviously the conversation is a little bit different. Um, at that point, you either can use us as a resource to get some guidance, or if you want some more comprehensive advice, we're happy to, to help out there as well. But um, yeah, I mean, it again comes down to you know who are you, what are you looking for, what's your time horizon. Those are the big questions that, that we get. Right. It's all custom, of course. Um, other big picture items. So, so what are some of the other things that um, folks are calling about? Well, they're calling us related. They're calling about worrying that taxes are going to go up. And so what should I do? Should I convert my IRA to a Roth this year before that? Uh, if you watch the Biden ads, he clearly says your taxes are going up. And he then has now uh, been been uh, uh, told to say only if you make over 400000 But we all know that once the camel's nose is in the tent and they don't raise enough tax revenue on the very small number of people that make over 400000 it's fewer than 5%, probably closer to 3 then uh, clearly they have to reach down and grab more money from people they promised they would not raise taxes on. That's sort of been the history. Uh, so it's, it's all about tax timing. And this doesn't matter whether you're with a, have a Roth IRA with 50000 in it or if you have a million dollars in it. A lot of people are just worried that um, maybe I should get out in front of any bad legislation that would take more of my money and confiscate my wealth. And and go ahead and pay the piper. So uh, those are questions too. Yeah, we're seeing definitely seeing that um, those conversations. We're we're seeing folks with sizable amounts of retirement savings uh, calling in asking about converting to Roth um, ahead of potential tax changes. Um, also, it provides sort of an interesting um, planning opportunity going forward for uh, corporate sponsored retirement plans. If, if tax rates do increase on those making above 400,000, which are typically going to be business owners, uh, retirement plans tend to make more sense in that scenario, cash balance plans, so to speak, uh, plans where people can save hundreds of thousands of dollars pre-tax potentially. Uh, but that's assuming we don't get any uh, legislation that would prevent business owners from doing that going forward. And, and that, of course, is something that is being talked about out there. Um, other things, guys. So uh, what's everybody got on uh, on the docket for the weekend? Anything fun? Preparing for a, yet another move. Yet another move. I have not lived in the same place for more than a year. And <laughs> I 
think, 10 years. So You know, you should move all out of the streets. <laughs> you should get off the street. That tent, you've had three different tents in the last 12 months. Well, I'm hoping uh, this should be the last move where we'll potentially uh, buy a house next year. We'll be done, hopefully. I'm, I'm, so I'm so two more moves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Um, by the way, I'm, I'm taking Wednesday off, guys, because I'm helping my mother-in-law move out. So she's no longer staying with us. She's Is that why you're smiling? <clears throat> no comment. No comment. Seemed we'll edit that comment week. out. That could be why. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I'm going to help her move into her little apartment. So uh, we'll have a spare bedroom in case anybody wants to come over and um, have a few too many beverages. We love, we love L.A., Lower Alamance. We love L.A. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll sum it up for today, guys. Uh, Appreciate everybody who joined. Thanks.